themselves again. Um, what's good, y'all? That was that was the other Alright, so we back with the um paint a picture podcast. For me, that's the new title that we got going on. I'm your host Stefan, aka King Jomo, and we got Moby well, we come back for the second episode. Mm-hmm. Zayla, I'm back for the first episode. <laughs> Arius, I'm here. Mm-hmm. And Imani, the only girl here. Again. Yep, and this is Cedric. Um, my introductory episode. Mm-hmm. Yes. You might have to speak a little bit louder. Hmm? You might have to speak a little bit louder. Oh, my fault. Just like, um, if, if in case y'all didn't hear me, Cedric, my introductory episode. Mm-hmm. Big bass in the voice. Cedric's hot. He <laughs> said he's hot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, not yeah, really, yeah, man. Yeah. I'm just, you know. I just drink my water and exfoliate. As you should. You don't drink that much water. Nah, I know. That's why it's that's why funny. I didn't mind it. No way. I'm nah, lying for the pod. Center fridge filled with water, right? Yeah, man. You're lying for the pod. No more of them Arizona. They don't know that. They can't see you, so it's. That's true. One day I might have some cameras. <sighs> Not anytime soon. No, Didn't you originally have cameras, though? Um. When nah, you recorded you with my cousin. You originally had a camel toe? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, when you recorded with my cousin, did you guys have a visual too? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was okay. him, though. That was on Oh, that was him. Yeah, he had somebody else recording for us. Makes sense. But, um, yeah, so we about to get into this first topic. I mean, that's unless I don't put the other recording on top of this one. But, um, so I just want to talk about parenting real quick. We're all black, but we're also, well, also raised differently. Um, so, have, were y'all beaten as kids? Like, if y'all didn't listen? My parents didn't beat me for every little thing, but I did get beaten when I was wilding out. I wild out for shit. I got beat up by my parents one time. They kind of jumped. Yeah, they used to fight me. <laughs> fight? Like, full on? Yeah. I was uh, typically kind of like a more well-behaved kid, so I didn't get them as often, but I still did. I was lucky. <laughs> See, I never, I never got beat. For like, real, like I, I don't like at all. It was more like, like my punishments were like exercises. Like he'd be like, hold, hold the push up for mm. five minutes. That's why you super on the and he'd be like. Okay, nah, that shit hurt. I couldn't do that shit. I yeah, like, my parents used to do that to me too. Nigga, I was like 10. Nigga, I was yeah, like 10. Yeah, Asians, yeah, yeah, Asian. When you get on the knees, sometimes they put a little salt down. Sometimes, sometimes they might put salt to rice, yeah. Yeah. Dang, I had that too, actually, but it was rice. That's yeah. that good old Caribbean, and man. Holy, <laughs> and holding milk gallons. I think I think I got everything done to me. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, said, well, I was down, so I was too young. But um, my cousins, they was acting up. So everybody got a corner. You got one leg up against the wall, you put that leg down, you get beat on that leg. Man. And that was at least for like a couple hours, they had to stand there. <laughs> nah, they, <laughs> the, the most savage beat I ever got. My parents didn't beat me with my aunt, my dad's sister. Yeah, she definitely beat me a lot. One time she pulled the phone wire out the wall, bro. I don't know what, what even was going on. Because I wasn't even involved. I think my cousin did something and we just got the collective. Shorty couldn't find nothing else, so she pulled the wire out the wall. Nah, <laughs> whatever's convenient, man. Whatever yeah, it's a weapon. Nah, extension cords was definitely, definitely a weapon. My, my cousin got beat with a broken umbrella. Yeah. I love my family, though. Don't get me Fresh wrong. Fresh out the shower. Fresh out the shower. <laughs> <laughs> nah, see, like, this, this really sounds like trauma story. Right? No, but in the, on the low, when you think about it, though. I'm not traumatized by any of it. 
nigga, I know some niggas was definitely getting abused, hundred percent. I was yeah. not getting beat because I was getting abused. I was wilding out. <laughs> I was definitely wilding out. So do you, do you think it helped you as a person? Um, I didn't do it again, or I did it smarter. <laughs> didn't get caught, which was supposed to do. It doesn't. I don't think this is supposed to make you a better person. There are consequences for everything you do in life, and you have to suffer the consequences, whether they be good or bad. And what actually want to just real quick tag on that too. And most times in life, you don't get to choose the consequences for your actions. Like something, like for example, out here, we're all black. We do something wrong, we run a red light or something like that. The consequences for that could be getting shot at a red light. Now, that's an extreme, but that just goes to say, like, you gotta, like, I guess sometimes parents, like, they pick harsher punishments because you don't always get a tap on the wrist all the time. That doesn't excuse it, but maybe explain something. Do you think, though, that, like, getting whooped as a child, like, do you think that that's the best type of punishment? Nah. The best type, no. I feel like mostly, like, it's a power strip, like, unless, like, your kid, like, really, like, can't understand, which isn't most kids, I mean, most kids I've talked to and interact with, like, they're, they're, they're smart enough to, like, understand conversation, I feel like, the being me unnecessary, and, like, punishments, like, like Zayla said, you know, like, you don't gotta get beat, like, hold that push-up shit for five minutes, or, like, go outside, take your shirt off and mow the lawn in the hot heat. Like, I'll make you do shit like that. <laughs> but hey, you ain't feel, getting it. Nah, I feel like that's definitely better than getting beat. Cause like, my thing is like... Getting beat is quick, my nigga. No, that push-up's not, that push-up don't feel good. <laughs> you, you don't never, feel it, exactly. You ever felt your chest rip before, nigga? This, uh, you ever felt your chest tear? I'm talking about, I'm on the, I gotta hold it near the ground. I'm not just up, I'm near the ground. And he's just looking at me, he's just standing over me. But I'm saying, though, like, in terms of, like, historical context, ain't that, like, the same thing that Slave Masters was doing? Mm. Niggas was getting hit forever. It's in the Bible. Yeah. Niggas been getting hit. Hey, man. But another thing, too, I mean, like, sometimes, like, parents will beat their kids for stuff that's, like, just, like, acid. Like, say, for example, like, now today, like, if I break a plate in my house, like, I'm a grown man, ain't nothing gonna happen. But if I was a kid and I, I broke a plate in my grandfather's house, that like, they were gonna beat the fuck out of me. See, like that's, that, that's just a simple mistake, but that's like OD. That's, that where, that's where the kids. abuse comes in because your punishment should fit the crime. You accidentally break a plate, everybody accidentally breaks a plate. They're, they're overreacting, they're yeah. wilding. And no situation is like beating. Unless you, unless I see you go like this and do that, I'm not beating. If I see my kid <laughs> grab the plate and throw it on the ground, I'm whooping their ass. That's insane. <laughs> like, why are you breaking my plates? That goes into my next question. Like, y'all plan on having kids? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. Sure. All right. So, do you plan on beating them if they do something like no. on purpose? No, I'm not. Nah. If they do something crazy, yeah. I think I agree with I think I'm gonna have like two like big rules, and if you break those two rules, you're liable to get beat. Everything else, I'm trying to find another way around. What are those rules gonna be? Those rules gonna be like I'm not a parent yet, but it will probably be something along the lines of like something involving like the law, like you break some serious within the law, and like. I gotta give them more thought to flesh it out because I'm not a kid yet. If they, along those lines. if they like violate their mom, they can't be straight yeah, up. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Right. That, that's that's crossing a line that you'll never cross. Yeah, you can't be straight up. I'm not gonna lie too. I mean, like all my daughters, like yeah, I'm never touching them. My sons, like possibly it depends because like growing up, boys like especially when we become teenagers and stuff like that masculine energy, like they bump heads with their dad a little bit. And if he take, I'm a I'm a lie him some leeway, but if he like takes it too far, like. I'm gonna have to show him like this is why you're my son. It's also effective to take everything away. You could really have a nigga living in poverty. Niggas don't live in poverty like that no more. Yeah. Have someone live in poverty. That's just ass. No bed, no 
even bigger than that though. Like, like, like let's say a bigger situation than that. They grow up to be like truly like what's the wrong well, not criminals, but like truly like delinquent. Yeah, really delinquent kids out there, really like rob robbing people and stuff like that. Like those are the effects of not like raising your kids properly. Do you feel like black people raise their kids better than white people? No. <laughs> I feel, I feel like, like, <laughs> sorry, that's just yeah, where my head went. Like, <laughs> that wasn't even sorry, a question. Man, I, just, I, that's just where my I head don't went. feel like there's even like a better way to parent. Like, I feel like every parent is that was like, actually gonna even be within question. the black community is like different. Like, one black parent is going to be identical to the next black parent, like, at all. Like, I don't feel like race plays a factor. That was going to be my I question. Think, what is and I think, thing? honestly, like. In, in each race, their their parent styles are different because they have different situation and cir- circumstances. Like with like in the black community, like people aren't really used to not disciplining their kids or like just finding an alternate way to discipline their kids because like that's all they know. That's what they were taught. Yeah. Like and it gets it really does get passed down to generations because like parents don't just decide to change the way they were raised just because like you know what I mean. But like. On the other hand, white people, they don't really discipline their kids in the same way that, like, we do, only because, like, they weren't treated like that. So it, it's literally how you were raised, passed down to your kids, and then it just continues. That's why I mentioned the slave thing earlier, because, like, I saw this video on TikTok where it was just, the, the mom was holding the camera, and she had either a belt or a switch or something in her hand, her other hand, mm-hmm. and the son was hiding under the bed, like, screaming, crying, begging for her not to hit him. And like she's she's holding the camera, laughing at him, and I'm just like, y'all don't see an issue with this? Like, yeah, this is normal to y'all? Like, this is not reminiscent of like slavery or nothing? Like, something weird is going on here. Like that, I don't. People in the comments like, oh yeah, he better not act up next time. I'm just like, that's kind of like OD, ain't it? That's yeah. just, that's just me though. I don't know. I also think it's kind of like hazing too, in a sense, because you know, like everybody, like in like you know those type of organizations they were getting hazed to get into like a certain thing and then like instead of changing their ways they go and do the same thing because it happened to them you know what i mean like it just it doesn't change it just depends on like the type of person you are and if you feel like you want to do that i got pasta i'll be back i'll give you some thank you no, we still we still honest a little bit. I was just about to give a personal story. Like my nephew, my nephew yeah, is terrible. So come back he is a I'm not even gonna lie, he is a terrible human being. Occasionally, <laughs> occasionally. Okay. Like that's still my nephew, but like I'll be like ready to fight him. And yeah. he don't listen. So like I would watch my sister. How old is your nephew? He's twelve now. Okay. He's turning twelve now. But I'm saying like watching him grow up, watching him like be the destructive little person that he is and knowing what he's doing is still like doing stuff anyway but like also seeing how my sister would like handle it i'm like okay yeah he's doing this stuff but like clearly what you're doing isn't working for him she doing she would beat him she would yell at him first of all beat no, him show them poverty no that's what i'm saying <laughs> people don't understand what happens when people lose hope like you can you can really this fuck up a human. you can make a human being listen to you so easily you could take away hope or take away their food, and you have a human being listen to your beck and call. Nah, listen to listen to story of childhood. That's crazy. <laughs> <Story of childhood. laughs> show, show them that you have the power. You have no power. Stop doing this. You have no power. Take away all their things. Imagine your mom came in, took away all your do rags. Your weight was gone. 
I get it, but theoretically, that's almost kind of the same concept of beating too. It's just kind of like asserting your it's dominance, asserting your power, and it's a, in a different you way. You have to assert your power with these children. I they, get they, it. They will assert their power. Yeah, yeah. You're not touching them. You say stop. No, stop. No. What are you gonna do? You're not. This isn't. You're not gonna treat them like Hitler. You're not gonna appease him. Punish them. Stop the bad behavior. What would you say to the families with nothing really? Like that with nothing already? Yeah. Then they go run on the streets. You already don't have it. <laughs> I, I like this, but like, but like, in all seriousness, though, like, is there no solution for them? Like, do you, I mean, like, you, well, you would need outside help at that point. You need outside, yeah. like, get them in a program, get them into something. But then, like, that goes back to, like, that's not always accessible. And it's not always accessible. Sometimes it's the way life goes, nigga. Yeah. Not everyone's well, gonna have good, not everyone's gonna have access to these things, and people are gonna end up bad. And that's just life. And then at one point, I say when they turn 17 and you see how they life played out, I'd be like, it's up to them now. So, if they have no resources, no nothing, what like they still have to do something. They if just you have nothing, what like can you do? Bad. You're not gonna beat your kid. If you are firmly against being your kid, you're not gonna beat them. You have nothing. They already sleep on the floor. Yeah. What, like yeah, that's yeah, what I'm saying. Like, like that's why people sometimes like it's not all about like the parent being like this evil like Hitler person. You're not supposed to be Hitler. I'm talking about the kid being the one abusing their power. Because as they're growing up, you obviously want to give your kid independence. You give your kid leeway. You, they, you want them to take a step. They take a mile. You have to stop them. If they keep taking a mile, what are you going to do? There has to be consequences for them stepping over their bounds. Some things they're not ready for. Absolutely. And if you can't, if you can't have the mechanism to offer those consequences, what else can you do? You have no power in the situation. Some things in life you can't control. And it's sad that you can't control your kid's life and make it better and try to stop them from doing what they do, but that's life. I think, like, I, I agree with everything you said. I'm not disagreeing with that, but I'm talking about like you have no power, right? Okay, you say you have no power in the situation. Well, I'm saying I'm just going back to the parents that do beat their kids, like excluding all like the over the top stuff, excluding all the over the top stuff. But, like what I'm saying is maybe sometimes that's what breeds those situations. That's why some people beat those kids because yeah. you can't take nothing away. Then the kids just don't listen. There's been some bad kids, and like to be honest, you tell them, like you take something away from those kids, but they don't. They'll just wait for body time or find something else to do. You know? Like, so yeah, I'm that's, saying, like, like, that's like the same case. Basically, basically, I'm just saying, like, what, like, do they do they not deserve a solution? That's what there's, is there there's no, no solution. solution. They deserve a solution, but you can't offer one. Not everyone's gonna get everything. Like how you, yeah. like how if you live in a certain place, you're not gonna get the right kind of health care. Same thing. There's no solution for you, and people people aren't gonna realize what happens until they're older, and then try to seek help. Maybe the life outcome is better. There's just some things you can't do. You can't save everybody. God didn't even try to save everybody. He drowned niggas. You can't save everybody. You cannot save I don't think that's a very you general stand. I'm talking about, like, let's say the people in the situation. You don't just throw your hands up and be like, oh, you sit in a situation. You gonna, there are so many things you can stress yourself out about that you won't solve. Just give up at one day. I don't understand why you're not give up. <laughs> not everybody just going to give up on their kid, though. The kid, like, the kid's going to run rampant if you have nothing to stop them. What I'm saying is, like, just because you can't. So you're going to sit there every day thinking about how to stop it. You just said they had nothing they, they can do. No, well, no, nah, no, nah, nah. well, I'm saying, I'm not saying that you can't do. I'm saying about the, I'm going back to like the why people beat their kids situation. Mm-hmm. Why, maybe that's why. That's what I'm saying. Oh, like, that's why people beat their kids. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying, like, because I'm not, I, I sound like I'm supporting people beating their kids. I promise you I'm not. But what I'm saying <laughs> is there's probably, there's a reason why people do things. And there's a reason, like, truthfully, there's no other option. That's why sometimes people do that. But once again, anything over the top is too much, you know? I'm confused at where this started. Yeah. Over the top. I was going to ask, what are, what, what's your point? What do you like, mean what are you trying to my, my point is that there's a reason why people beat their kids. 
That's like my. I mean, my, yeah. My, yeah. And that's why. And I don't think it should be. I don't think it should be demonized if it's with good intent and it's not over the top. I thought you were talking about when they can't do anything. Like the kid is just no listen. Do you already have nothing? You can't really take anything away. No, no, I agree with you. Like, yeah, like some kids, that's it for them. Like they don't listen. They have to just. At that point, life has to teach them. Is what I'm saying with those kids. At that point, life has to teach them. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. Cause like for my nephew, like I say, you don't listen. Try beating him. For some reason, that never worked. Like it, it was never like. What? We would be putting our full force into that and just full force into what? Beat him. Beat him? Don't beat him. <laughs> you can hurt somebody without touching him. No, I'm saying like it wouldn't hurt him. That's the thing. We try taking him Make stuff. exercises. Oh my God. You could, oh yeah, that's what, that's what we'd be doing. Let, me see, do let me see the kid. Let me see the kid. I will have him. I will be there for Please hours. I'd be like, we're not stopping until you can hold it. Please take him. I don't want that nigga to ring He's going to be a different nigga when he comes back to him. But I'm just like, I be telling him all the time, what's good, Brian? I be telling him all the time, like, I can't wait to see when you're older because, like, how you act now. I mean, there's also the thing, kids are kids. They're kind of assholes. They oh, go through different stages where they're assholes. I still think back to the time where I was fucking asshole. I wasn't bad, but I was definitely an asshole. I had a stepdad. I remember I said, you're not my dad line. That nigga was tight. You're it was mad. Yeah, bro. He was trying to my brother did that, too. Yeah. And, I, and I'm just, I think back to him, I was like, I was such an asshole. I was wilding. He was right. Kids are just like that. Nah, that's a fact. Yeah, I think they get better with maturity, honestly. You said it? Sometimes I wish I got beat instead of being like, talk to them. I go a lot. Not because I thought, because I remember the words harder. My parents told me stuff like, I wouldn't be anything. I never have any friends. No one ever liked me when I leave the house. That's verbal. That's that's verbal. They're not even even dealing with the problem. They're not addressing the problem why you're in trouble or anything. They're just... But the crazy thing is, like, my report card come back, teachers, all that, they'd be like, I was such a good student, so it'd be even worse, because they weren't validating what they're saying about me. So they'd be like, why can't you be at this way at home then? Da, 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 that. You always go out in the world. High key, my parents were just toxic as fuck, and not really good parents for a while, because my parents were young, too. I have a question. Have any of your parents apologized for, you, for things that they My mom all the time. My father, absolutely not. Did they, they wouldn't, they, it's not like they apologized to me here, like, Years down, my dad would apologize to me like hours after it happened. It's my mom. But he'd be, he'd, he'd be like, "Do you know why I did it though? Do you know why I did this to you? Do you know why I did that to you? Do you know why this happened?" Yeah. And then it'd be like the whole explaining the process thing, and be like, "So if you do this again, what do you think will happen?" Type shit. It's not just like they beat me. Years down the line, I'm traumatized. I'm like, "I'm sorry for traumatizing you." It wasn't like that. And my dad did some crazy shit. I remember one time, I think I stole forty dollars. I was like, "Hey, so forty dollars from my cousin." And then that nigga found out. He had me put my hands out on the bed, and he had a knife, and he just kept swinging the knife down, and I just kept moving my hands. He could have cut my hands off. Yeah. Uh, I asked that because I didn't hear a lot. <laughs> yeah. God damn. Yeah. Oh, that was really you heavy. Had, you had to make your hands so I could see what he did. I'm saying, and he, he, was like, he was like, they cut they cut niggas' hands off for stealing. He's like, I'm going to cut your hands off. He wasn't actually going to cut my hands off, but it was scary, and let me tell you what. I ain't take niggas money again. <laughs> <laughs> that's good though too. Because I ain't, t- like, I ain't touch money. I see money on the table. I was like, that's yours. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's some creative parenting. No, that's that's a, but like from a parent point of view, like he had to take it that far because it's like you stole from family, all right. But what if you had stolen from some from some random dude yeah, in the street? Yeah, like, the laws is that, exactly. They, they, they wouldn't be playing with you. Niggas probably would have really caught yeah, you. And that's if I had something on my record. I wouldn't be where I am right now. 
not even records, it's just that random nigga. If you stole from some random nigga and he was having a bad day, he could he didn't well, need to get the law ball. He could just grab you up, beat you up with all his friends and be like, This dude stole money from me. That's what I'm saying. Earlier, and then your parents gotta deal with that too. Consequences all the time. You don't always get to pick what your consequences are. Yeah, exactly. You just kinda got up a broken mm-hmm. down. Yeah, <laughs> but, I mean, I'm not gonna check out my food. Oh, yeah, but you like stopped halfway. You stopped halfway. I didn't order wings. Yeah, probably. I didn't order. I don't. I feel, feel like yeah, mad pasta again, and that's the third day in a row <laughs> of the same thing. It's my second day, and I had chicken, so I'll take the beef pasta. pasta. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, you still have chicken pasta? Yeah, actually, I do. You gonna have to edit this all out because <laughs> <laughs> there's not a lot of beef left. Nah. There should be enough right for like another bowl. Nah, if you're hungry, you can't eat it. Yeah, I'm gonna eat too. Yeah, y'all eat. Give me, just give me, if there's leftover noodles, give me those. If there's leftover noodles. But what was the topic? I forgot already. Um, oh, so I was about to parenting, right? Yeah, you yeah, about to change it? I was about to move on. Well, it's still under, like, the parenting thing. Mm-hmm. But, like, would you want a kid like you, like how you were as a kid? Would you want another yeah, that's not that bad. Honestly, yeah. raising a kid isn't that bad. But, like, you, you, can, like you, can, you can instill good habits into them when they're very young. They're very responsive when they're young. Mm-hmm. You just got to talk to them. You like work them through their emotions and shit. Have them, have them yeah. set up the foundation for them to talk to you. Because when I do talk to little kids, they're very responsive. You have to get the emotions out of them, and then they're very responsive to you. They'll so tell you exactly what's going on and how they people, feel. I feel like it's because parents, for like older generations, didn't either. They didn't have much, or they didn't know what to do because I mean, like the kids were unplanned. There's no so like, patience. That's what. You yeah, that's get, what I get into. Yes. Crying, you gotta make them calm down, and then you have to have them talk to you. Exactly. That's like me, I just put in my AirPods and I wait. <laughs> I'll stare at you the whole time. My little sister used to cry to me about dumb shit, and I just put in my AirPods and look at her. my headphones, I just stare at her and be like, I don't care. Stop crying. You're not gonna get anything out of crying. Crying doesn't do anything. And now she that's she cool. doesn't cry a lot anymore because she realizes she doesn't get anything out of it. Hey, so you gotta shut off that girl's emotions. Hmm? Yeah, shut no, off. Have you met my sister? Nah, nigga, but that's just like that's OD. That's not OD because crying is who responds to uh, crying. When I didn't say respond to crying, but she might she might feel like she might feel like she can't emotionally react to things. She can't emotionally she, react. She, I let her. I just you can't. I can't respond to you if you're acting like that. You need to calm down and properly communicate your emotions. And I know she's capable of doing that because we taught her how to talk. She knows how to talk. She knows how to talk when she was three. Yeah, but bro, like putting your AirPods in and looking at her, like that's kind of cold. Look at her. I tell her stop. She says she doesn't stop. I tell her stop. She doesn't stop. Tell her take deep breaths. Keep taking deep breaths. Talk to me. Nah, she see, that, stop. That's not. Say, that's not saying AirPods. nothing. I thought you were just putting your headphones on, just like. No, I always tell people to stop. If you don't stop, I'm gonna take action myself. Good. That's very. Like if she's not going to stop, I'm gonna do my own thing until you stop. The problem won't be solved until you stop. Yeah, nah, I, I really thought he was just just staring at her. That was. Yeah, I was gonna say like going off to like what I was trying to bring up earlier. Like a lot of the parents from like our parent generation, like in between us and them, either the pregnancies were unplanned or like they just didn't have many resources, so there wasn't that level of patience that you really need to have with kids. Like even over the summer, when I was working at H and M. This girl had her son and her daughter in there. The son was probably like seven or eight, and I was wearing a Looney Tunes shirt, and he saw it, and he was like, oh, did you? and I, he commented on it. And I was like, oh, did you see the new Space Jam? And he was like, yeah, I think it's better than the old one. And his mom was like, nah, don't listen to him, because the old one was better. 
And I was like, it's not helping because they watched Space Jam because neither of them were good. <laughs> they were okay, at best, okay. They were decent. I like I liked the new one. They were funny because they cracked jokes on the basketball player you like, that's it. It wasn't that crazy. Yeah, I'm going to that movie thinking, like, this shit about to be insane. I'm about to be like, hey, you nigga, and this is going to be like, this nigga's critical about everything, bro. <laughs> Every single <laughs> thing, yeah. Have you ever watched the Space Jam? Oh, yeah. I, bro, like, you go they're there, alright. Amazing movies? You go in there expecting an amazing movie? I'm not saying be the moon, but like, bro. Expectations look like. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, when I don't understand, people, people were saying that it looked that it's better than the old one, but it's literally exact same movie almost. That's what I was saying. Like, people, people, people I agree with you that. Everything. I agree with you. People were hating on it for no, just because it wasn't the old one. Like, if you go back and look at it, give it a chance. Like, it's basically Michael the same Michael Jordan was not a good actor either. The story was kind of ass. It's just, oh my God, Michael Jordan in the Looney Tunes. And we're the last kids. It's crazy. That's what it was, yeah. Bro, I only wanted to see it because his family was in it. I never seen Michael Jordan's family, bro. So I was just like, oh, he got kids. Let's see, Let's see what that's about. Movies don't have to be... Product, like production wise great or even like anything wise great and still become classic sometimes it just depends on sometimes the timing I did not expect a, a Space Jam movie to be a classic for real I just thought Dragon Ball Z is a classic like in terms of plot and production hey, speak on like they reuse a lot of stuff <laughs> I think it's part of popular yeah. culture yeah I that's the point that I was <laughs> oh yeah, so basically she was like dismissing her child's opinion without even like hearing what he was saying and I was like, nah lady, let me let me talk to the kid because he got some opinions I want to hear what he got to say and then he was making some valid points, I was like, yeah, okay you write about this, this and that, but like my thing was like how quick parents are to dismiss whatever it is that their child is saying without letting them like fully express whatever it is that they have to say, because my nephew same thing, like I was talking trash about him earlier Whenever he do be talking, he's a smart kid. Like, he hasn't stopped talking since he was, like, two. But he's he's been saying some smart stuff. Like, and I'll be listening to him. I'll be like, okay, yeah, I see what you're saying. But, like, his mother and my mother, his grandmother, would always, like, try to dismiss him. Like, as soon as he would say something, I was like, can y'all just, like, listen to what he's saying real quick and then dismiss him? Because usually it would end in some BS. But, like, hear what he's saying first so, like, he knows that, like, you actually care about what he said. Yeah, like, we're people that he can come to. Like, I want to instill into him that, like, he's allowed to feel however he wants to feel. He just be getting on my nerves. Yeah, my, that's my okay. I think... Oh, I was just going to say, I think that adults have a tendency to dismiss kids because they don't really see them as, like, their own individual person, and they yeah. just see them more as, like, oh, a child, and, you know, you think a child is ignorant, you don't, they don't really, like, understand things, but, like, kids are really, like, absorbed like they absorb their surroundings they know what's going on they pay attention to everything body language how you talk to them how you react to what they do like they really care a lot about their parents like even as babies like they they they're just um you know they're people <laughs> i guess i feel like i was very like sorry to tie it all back to me i was like nah. y'all talking about this stuff and i'm just realized like dang like i feel like i was a facility like whenever i was sad like about anything or like angered by anything or like had emotion about anything it would just be like ever since me quiet stop complaining or like something happened to me like and like it made me look like i was in the wrong like situations always happen to me and people always shift blame to me like in school and stuff so i get a lot of trouble at school but i try to explain to my parents what happened they'd be like oh no i'm so you're wrong it's just an excuse to this. and like mind you this this went on for a while 
and this is another reason why I had to switch middle schools. Like, I was getting in trouble a lot in my elementary school, and for middle school, there was like this thing called varsity, but they, they yeah, Cedric went there too. So, <laughs> my, but they ended up making me go there because I kept getting in trouble at John Winthrop because kids literally kept blaming stuff on me that I had absolutely nothing to do with. I remember one time I got kicked out of summer camp because they said I stole something, and I'm just like, bro, I don't even know what it is. They're like, they, they took me to the office and said, give it back. I'm like, give what back? They probably didn't like you, and they blamed stuff on mm-hmm. you. And I got taken home by my father, and what did my father do? Now listen to a single that I said demonize me for like 30 minutes, made me sit in my room, wouldn't let me do anything. I was just sitting there. And then like 45 minutes later, he gets a call from the school that they found out who really stole the thing. And then he was like, oh, I guess you're not in trouble anymore. No apology, no nothing. It's just... But it's stuff like that that really like instilled in me like I don't know like just not stalked by it, just have myself yeah. and like no one no one's gonna believe you unless you have proof stuff like that and it made me see the world like I guess like in a, a darker way. I hear that to give like another perspective on it. Like I said earlier, I never got beat just because like I wasn't doing nothing bad, but like. The adults around me, even like a lot of my cousins were like at least 10 years older than me, so they always made me feel small. So it was never like, I never felt like I could open up to anybody that was older than me. Cause like it didn't seem like they really gave me any room to do so. So like growing up, I'm just like, I don't know exactly how to like process emotions properly because people didn't really give me a chance to. And my mom, Recently, sometime, it was sometime last year, she asked all of us, because she has four kids, um, she went around asking all of us, she was like, um, if you guys wanted to get go to therapy, would you come to me first or go straight to a therapist? And like, we was all like, we're going straight to a therapist. Like, we're not talking to you. Because <laughs> she, it's not like, not like she's a bad woman, because like, I, I appreciate everything. But like, she's just not the first person Especially with my little sister, she's not the person that we would go to for advice or any type of like counseling or anything like that. But that's just how that is. You got anything to say about it? No, because I'm so zoned. So. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you should always go to the, the therapist for that shit though, because Absolutely, they're trained yeah. professionals. I keep telling people that people always want to avoid the trained professional. Like these niggas go to school to deal with this shit. For real, like they can help you more than anything. I'm always a big um, supporter of going to therapy. It's just that, like, a lot of people don't feel like... Well, one thing is, like, a toxic masculinity thing. But, like, on the other hand, it's, like, they don't feel like they're able to because, like, society will see them as weaker or something like that. I'm just like... Who are you going to tell you're going to therapy? Hmm? Who are you going to tell you're going to therapy? Exactly. I think that's against HIPAA rules. So no one could even talk about you going to therapy. But they don't think about that. They, they look at themselves as, like... I see that as a bad moment. Because if niggas is breaking in my HIPAA rules, I'm getting the bag. I'm pressing charges. Absolutely. Niggas don't be thinking about bread. I don't think people are very bread oriented. (laughs) (laughs) Think about how much money you make off lawsuits. I mean, realistic people people don't know. (laughs) I dare a nigga to say that, oh, that nigga go to therapy. I'm like, ha ha. I'll see you soon, nigga. Yeah, whistleblower, nigga. No, whistleblower? I don't know whistleblower ass, nigga. I would sit down and not do anything. Nigga, all you gotta do is fill out a form and if, if it goes through, you get 15 to 25% or whatever they, they cover me get. Well, the HIPAA thing, they press charges, I get 15% if I snitch. If you, if like, say for example, like you hear like, 
a therapist like discussing a client with like another therapist and you snitch. You know what that happened? Violates, that violates it. I ate one of the I ate one of the old ones. I ate one of the old ones and it was soft. That's mad funny. I'm just avoiding them. Did I carry him? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. No, no, no. The pasta is hard because I there was old ones in the in the water already. That's what I'm saying. And then I, I was like, and then I ate <laughs> one of the old ones to see if the pasta was ready. I was like, oh, the pasta is soft. Like the box, yeah, the box. Yeah, box yeah, yeah. He asked the question. Then I know the only thing that was in there eleven to twelve minutes was the first one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, one thing I want to like say and stress that kids are not a thing that'll fix your life ever. So anybody that's listening, whose life is bad right now and feels like having a kid will make it better, it'll make it worse. You're an idiot. I mean, um, some, some people need kids, though. Because some people need focus. I see that a lot like, of people don't have focus. A kid shouldn't just be born to be an object of your focus. Though. I mean, yeah. not saying it like that, like when you have a kid by mistake. Like, you don't mean to have a kid, but you do have a kid. That changes that's, a lot of people's lives. Yeah, that's different. That, yeah, that, that gets a lot of people mm-hmm. straight. That strains out a lot of people. I'm talking about the people that specifically are like, my life is in a rut. Let me have a kid to make it better. The ladies will be like, my, I got a real man in my bed. Because <laughs> they nigga didn't treat them right. He's <laughs> the only man I need dressed up like a nigga. This my king. This is my man. You never seen that on Facebook? Dressed up just like the nigga that left them, bro. You never seen that on Facebook? Dressed up just like the nigga that they there's a baby sitting in the white ass in the hair. They'd be like, I got a real Yo, Valentine's Day come around, they'd be like, this is my real Valentine's over here. Uh, no, oh, okay, we know that. Yeah, you be seeing them. Father's Day pull up. Happy Father's Day to me and my son. <laughs> I'll be like, listen, you got you got a day. Like, I, I get you're a single mother, but like, it's Father's Day. Like, it's <laughs> Bro, every Father's Day, to be honest, is just like free romance, free range on single moms. <laughs> Like, niggas be going in. Like, I mean, what's, what's, <laughs> y'all, what's y'all opinions on that? Because I've actually always been a show love to mom or father. Yeah, it's niggas. So, I mean, what's, y'all, what's y'all opinion? I don't think, I think we take the day way too serious. Yeah. I th- we don't, we're not even all from school. It's not that serious. I think it's going to be over. If, it's, if I'm not all from school or work, it's, it's not a holiday. Department of Education, y'all listening? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not going to celebrate that. Like, like, I mean, that shit good for me, and I ain't never celebrating that shit again. When you're a dad, uh, nah, I really don't like that. I don't think I ever like. My pops is just, just, just uh, not worthy of the honor. Let me not say that. Let me not. I take that. I take that. <laughs> 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 what did you say? Pops, what did you say? <laughs> <laughs> my pops definitely not worthy. Pause it and you can say it again. Uh, if y'all want me to say it, I'll say it again. So basically, I don't honor my father on Father's Day because he hasn't done much worth honoring. He's not, not your dad. Besides giving birth, he's not your dad. Father's Lord and just Pretty having normal. the shorty and having the kid. Exactly. He's not your dad, and that's fine. Give credit where credit is due. That's what the day is for. Still don't think the day should exist. Then again, I don't think a lot of holidays should exist. Like Martin Luther King Day. I don't think it should exist. <laughs> 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 we just got that day. Why would it be Martin Luther King Day? 
Yeah, that's what we're no, saying. No, I'm saying if they survive, like they do you in the river, and if you live, I think um, I think they said you're not a witch, and if you die, you are a witch because witches can't swim. Was it that way? No, no, I think if you live, you win. Yeah, like, you yeah. Sort of, like, if, if you, you are able to swim to the top, they 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 put and if you drown, then you're just dead, and you weren't a witch. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying like I'm saying like imagine if she survived, like where do you go from there? Like that's some sick shit. That's some sick shit. They couldn't leave their village or they'd be raped and killed by bandits and shit like that. So you couldn't. Imagine who is at UConn and we stayed at UConn. It was only the same niggas every day for the rest of our lives. You stepped off campus, you lied. Who you stepped, you you stepped off campus, there was like a wild dire wolf and it just ripped you apart and you died. I was like, well, I guess this is my new life. That's just ass. That's your new life? Um, yeah, back then, that, that raven, you know, man, anybody was getting that because the bandits was free. They didn't care. They was just horny niggas. Nah, for real, that's really how it be. Like, if you if you was a solo, who was the top? For real, it's fine. If you if you was a solo dude walking, band of bandits, it's over. And they eat you afterward too, which is the crazy part. Yeah, they're cannibal. Bandits were very cannibalistic back then. Yeah, nigga, there was nothing to eat. They couldn't go in town and ask for shit because they probably died. So they just waiting on the outskirts, waiting for Cedric. Because they got that much meat on them. Exactly, they know it's to be easy kill. That's crazy. Bone hey, soup. Man, what's some piece of the home? <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> they can have you for dinner, like. <laughs> nah, don't worry. They they coming for me for dessert. That's the thing. I'm gonna be around you, and then once they get you, I'm gonna be looking, and then that's how they go get me. I'll be like, Yo, Cedric, I saw you going there. And <laughs> that's it. That's like, used to get caught for real. Yeah, for real. <laughs> they boy go missing. They be like, I know he gonna come looking for his boy. To be waiting around. That's but back on some top. <laughs> <clears throat> respect your elders. Uh, why? For, for nothing. <laughs> Might as well. You shouldn't. You shouldn't respect someone to, solely for the fact that they're old, bro. Like, to the extent that they respect you, and that's exactly. That's we said. Might as well. Okay. Okay. Elaborate. I don't know. Say please and thank you. I don't know. Nah, that's different. But like, if they coming at you crazy, and then you talk like, 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 are you talking about a family member? Any adult. I'm not gonna let anyone talk to me crazy. All right. What about I'm, not, I'm not gonna let any random person. Imagine a random person talking to me crazy. <laughs> like, what? I would like to be there for that, actually. Why? I just look at them crazy. I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to be like, what are you talking about? Y'all know what I said. Yeah. <clears throat> and I just wouldn't acknowledge. I put it in my head. A random person talking to me crazy. But I always walk my AirPods. So, so, you know, I just look at it. I say a lot of shit. I don't care how old you are. What you got to say, Mike? Money hits people, she, she bro. Mindful, let them talk Money her. hits people, bro. I would not do that. Money will sit there and <laughs> Money would look like five, seven words tops come out their mouth. Wham! I'd be having a Don't hit her, you money crazy. Yo, money crazy. I feel that. Can we do this again tomorrow? Tomorrow? I feel like this is my first podcast. It could be way better. There's so much going on. That's fine. That's how I wanted it to be, to be honest. Like a home thing, and then you, then you upgrade it slowly. Are you yeah. saying re-record or keep this and then have a part two type of thing? Re-record. I'll re-record. I'll re-record. Then why how many things happen in this recording alone? That's straight. That's how I like it. It's organic. Edit it out? No, I'm keeping it all in. Keep it all in? Organic. You'll post it? Yeah. It's insane. My mom wants to listen. 
that your family members could finally can't tell you nothing because you do everything for yourself or most everything for yourself. It's like you're in situations they've never been in, so their advice is truly null and void. Like, it's that respect. Like, I'm not gonna lie, when I was a kid, I used to take everything. I used to take everything, I keep it pushing, keep my head down, and I didn't used to react to it or nothing. But it comes to a point in time now where, like, I could truly just dismiss anything somebody says to me because you don't know. I'm like I'm in situations you're not in. You're just speaking theoretically, and that's that's a that's a powerful moment for a lot of kids in the sense that like yo like sometimes you have to break out of that. Oh, your parents could say whatever or do whatever they want to you. Like that's a thing some people have to overcome. And doing that, like finally making it to that point, you could finally grow within yourself a lot. That's why. That's why. That's part of the reason why I like wrote that down as a topic in the first place. Because like they're they're always so quick to let you about something, but like. That's from their perspective. They haven't. They don't know what you're going through. Any of us are going through. Like it could be the hardest time of our lives. We're not going to show our family that, or at least I'm not. At least. But yeah, because like they think that they can talk to you some type of way. I'm speaking from a specific example. That I'm not going to say. But like, yeah, you know, I don't said his name. They don't. Know, <laughs> they, they don't know what I'm going through. So like, yeah, that's just bad. All right. So now I just want to talk about kind of unrelated to everything else that we've been talking about. Kanye versus Drake. Mm. Overall, but also including the new albums. Mm. I want to, let's start with you. Yeah, I've really been speaking. Every time I, I say my, like, wait, so what is the question, actually? Oh, all right. <clears throat> no, you good. Their impact and influence, both of them. Catalog. Oh, you're not talking even the album, you're just talking about the artists in general. Yeah, but well, we can, like, Specific album. So the, so the first question yeah. is um, their impact. Like, which one had the bigger impact, impact or influence? I, it's almost kind of an unfair question, but at the same, like, because the thing is, when people like to discuss Kanye and Drake, they almost kind of make it seem as a, as though it's the same type of uh, generation thing. But, um, I mean, even Drake would tell you he's a descendant of Kanye. Like. Comes from Kanye. But Kanye changed the. I say Kanye changed the whole industry. But that's what I'm saying. Kanye did, but then Drake came and took what Kanye did, and he's doing what he's doing I now too. He, I kind of think it's like. A, so it's it's a, it's a, a hard question. Curry situation. Huh? LeBron Curry situation. That's what I'm trying to say. It's so a hard. At the same time. That's what I'm trying to say. Exactly. That's exactly what I'm trying to say. It's like it's two different generations, so it's hard to kind of gauge. People like to compare them like they came from the Kanye's debut dropped in what 03 or 04 something like that. Yeah. But he been producing tracks for. And he was producing tracks since the nineties for rock, you know, Rockefeller. And then Drake, his debut was 09. In the wheelchair. Yeah, <laughs> in the wheelchair. You know, he was doing the acting before then. But it goes to show it's two different whole two different old generations. So I mean, for me personally, I can say Kanye, but I can definitely see for a lot of other people it would it could be Drake. Especially people in our age range. Yeah, I think I think like the millennials love Kanye. I think more people like Gen X like us. They like yeah, Drake. I agree. Drake, Drake makes a lot of pop popular music. Popular. I mean, Drake controls even aside from the pop, like, like how Kanye how Kanye yeah. controlled his era, Drake controlled our era. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That mind. then it was a uh, take care. I agree. <laughs> I say Drake was probably bigger commercially, and like the gap. I would say commercially the gap is like I haven't seen the gap commercially between Drake and like other people. Like if Drake hops on your track, 
You're likely going platinum whether you're going to But I'm saying that's how it always is with the biggest star, the era. T Pain used to hop on niggas tracking niggas with a little viral and shit like on the radio. I'm saying as long as consistently and as true as a different kind of concept. No, Vegas is a different breed. No, it's just different with Drake though and Kanye as well because the way the rap scene looked then versus when Drake kind of was, is, is, you know, doing his thing is way different because That's true. it's it's a it, <clears throat> the way it is is like Kanye came in. Um, and you got to think about the kind of rap that was in then. It was really only one type of rap that was accepted right. or in one type of sound for rap that was really accepted, which was literally like the whole rapping. Like, rapping, like, yeah, you get what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? Then you get Drake, you're introducing melodic, auto-tune, and Kanye, and Kanye experiment, experimented with that really too. Singing on the track. But Drake really yeah, singing, singing on the track. He's putting out, he's out rap songs and he's singing to you. And then on top of and that, if, that if you look, and if you look around, but like even, are soft. That's where it started. And then <laughs> even surrounding that too was like, everybody was rapping at the time Kanye. So it's like, it's harder for him to kind of stand out. Whereas Drake, since he touches all these different aspects and then there's not, and then also, the art of the art of kind of being a pure rapper, so to speak, kind of died down too. So he had that leverage as well, because when you do, everybody thinks of the quote unquote top dog. This is literally always just three names that come up, which is Kendrick, J. Cole, and uh, Drake. As far as people that rap, back then you would have a DMX, you would have a whole, you would have, you know what I mean? You yeah, had yeah. a whole shit ton of Eminem's. Like, this is there's really not an emphasis on the rapping like. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, do you see that as a problem, though? No, I mean it's it's it's, it's, it's evolution. Today? Yeah, yeah. I think there's still a lot. No, of, of course, no, no, no. There's still no, no. There's still rapper rappers. What I'm saying is the emphasis on it and that being what hip hop is. Like back then, oh. it wasn't accepted I mean, for a nigga to be. I mean, that was still. Like and that's what I'm saying. Famous. It's all about evolution. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to. And you, and you, you ask the question. I'm like, you said, like, is it better now? And I'm like. It's they all were, evolution. He was putting the R&B girls on a song, and Drake was like, why don't I be the R&B girl? The way I see it, I see it as <clears throat> certified lover boy. I don't know if it is, but I believe it will outsell Donda, but Donda is going to age. It did. If all the Kanye's albums usually age beautifully over time because of it, like, the You think Donda's going to age well? I do. Because I, I could listen to Donda like 10 years from now. I'm not listening to Certified Lover Boy 10 years from now. Because that's just a Kanye thing. Like, remember, people hated Yeezus when it came No, I understand what you're saying. Even like, the got a lot of flack from Cam. People love those albums now. Bro, I can't wait for Way Too Sexy to die. Not entirely. I don't like that song. That's not Especially Yeezus. Like, for Pablo, people weren't entirely in love with it. I'm just catching. No, no. Yeah. Especially Yeezus. You know, people hate it. I've heard it too much already. I'm like, Pablo and then Ye. But a lot of people didn't receive that well. Yeah. No, and I, I mean, and me personally, well, I still Jesus don't like Jesus, really but good, I do understand that, how people saying, kind of gravitate towards him. But I, but what I think is, Kanye had a shift in his artistry at one point, and it, people are kind of still writing the whole his. It's like yeah, a nostalgia thing. It's not even a political yeah, aspect. It just, it's just he, he made he approached music differently. As a person, that he, that he, he approached music way differently, and he became more about. uh 
antics and kind of um, everything surrounding his image as opposed to the music because he used to that, deliver that his success. he used to get fueled by everything around him and deliver music like when you think about uh, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy and everything he had around that time you know with his mother passing and the Hotel of Swift incident and he, and he disappeared off to Hawaii and made a masterpiece right yeah, it was a, that was a long that's what I'm trying to say and he came with the project he came with art like and nowadays but it's hard to replicate that shit it's not even about shit. replicating it's not even that but he actually came into that album with something and you can hear it in the music but now you just see I the mean, antics you see everything and you hear the music and it doesn't and it's just like okay do you think that's a product of how much music we're given now no before you would look at Kanye's productions like you're not getting that a lot now you look at the kind of music you can see you can get a lot of what Kanye was no I think that Kanye can still produce timeless music it's just the, the point he's at in his life I don't know if it's personal things I think it's I think it's gone I think it's been gone and people just kind of don't want to acknowledge it and they still hold on to Kanye being this but I feel like if we're realistically speaking I have to look at um, discography but if we're looking at what's the anything past Jesus I'd say you didn't like Jesus King? no I'm Huh? You didn't like Jesus is King? No. I think it's pretty Kids, he goes. You know who likes that album a lot? Caleb. Caleb do? <laughs> he's, he's playing it a lot, and I started listening to it with him, yeah. and I was like, wow, it's actually better than I thought it was. My mom likes that album. She does? Yeah. It's not a bad album. It's not a bad album, but it's not... You're comparing it to his password. You think it's just not your taste? I don't know. No, because even if I... Like, Don is, is kind of the same route as Jesus is King, you know, with the whole his messaging and him cleaning up the music and this and the third and Don does a you know in my opinion far better album but it's still kind of a thing where it's like lacking because we know we like you run through the, the literally his first um I think it was five albums you know you talk about gra- um graduation you talk about late registration you talk about um what's the shit with the huh 808s I'm missing one college dropout um, and then we talk, and then, you know, you, you go in that row, and my beautiful Duchess of Fantasy, it's like, you know those what I mean? Are, those are, where the hits those are. are monumental. Yeah. Not even hits, it's so albums. Yeah. Niggas never heard that before. A lot of niggas never heard shit like that. They never heard it before, but what I'm saying is, he pushed the envelope with each project either way. So it's not like he. How often can you push the envelope? You can, man, you, you, are you lucky if you do it once in your life? Yeah. You lucky if you do it once in your life? He did it multiple times. Can't keep expecting that out of somebody. I'm not that it's not that I'm expecting to come with a whole new sound, but what I'm saying is when I when I say push the envelope, I'm talking more so sounding inspired on an album, actually going into it trying to create like you can hear the creativity in the projects. Even if it's not you can but basically you can just hear the creativity in the projects essentially. Did you just choose Kanye over Drake? Huh? You chose Kanye over Drake? Yes. And you think this nigga hasn't dropped shit as far as his My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy? And that's like four albums. No, I didn't say anything fire. He had good songs in between. I'm saying, as, we're talking about albums. So yeah. I'm talking about collective bodies of work. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Oh, as far as good bodies of work? Albums, like um, luster to you. I wasn't a fan of Jesus, but I get it. What Drake album was like lesser to you? 
Expecting something new is I expected something to sound a little bit like more inspired, yeah. so to speak. Mm. You don't think he sounded inspired? No, not at all. You think he sounded inspired <laughs> on that, <laughs> on that <laughs> album? Bruh. So, so we only give credit. So sexy sounded inspired. We don't give credit mm-hmm. for. Um, so sexy was an inspired record. That's cool. but that's what I'm trying to it's say. Cool. Like, bro, that shit not inspired. That's just ghostwritten. No, I don't. Know. I, I don't so. see. That's the thing. I will give Drake that credit and say that you know he got the bad rap for the ghost writing shit. But he you, no, I mean even aside from having writers, but he really do rap his shit. When he yeah. rap, he raps his shit. But the thing is, Drake is no. But the thing is, Drake just like Kanye, just like Kanye are kind of artists. So full on artists, not just rappers. Rappers pride themselves on the whole not having writers thing. But when you're an artist, and Kanye went into eight oh eight singing. You know, Drake is, they're producing music as far as producing songs, singing this, that, and the third, creating a production. Of course, you're gonna have writers then because you're focused on way more than just creating a hot 16. You're creating music, like, as a whole. And I mean, I, that's why I give Drake his credit is like, he pushes the envelope as far as like, he'll actually, like, I don't know, create full on songs as opposed to just being a nigga, like, coming, like, oh yeah, I got the highest verse. Before we go off that point, have you ever, ever seen, you ever listened to Quentin Miller's music? The nigga who was, that, that, that was Ghost Ryan for Drake, the one that they found. No. He does not make good music. He doesn't. That nigga does, that nigga it, like, hit, like the bars are valid, but <laughs> his performance bad. of the song is ass. And he listened to the music, I was like, Drake sounds better than this. He doesn't even have to perform, he just has to rap it, he just has to sound good, he doesn't have the voice for it. You said yeah, it to Drake, and Drake made it hits. So why is this like a bad thing? We're getting better music, perform better. I yeah. say it's a bad thing. It just takes away from authenticity as an artist at the end of the day. I don't like, think that takes away from authenticity as an artist because yeah, he's, yeah, performing. Definitely he's does, performing bro. it better than well, the other if, if it's not you, it's not you. And no, I'm not saying it's no, no, bad. No, no. And here's my question. Versus an artist. See both sides. No, no, no. Here's my question. Like, yeah, there's a there's a difference in category right there for me. No, but I have a question as well. You said it takes away from the artist for having writers. 
ghostwriters for everything. Not and Drake doesn't have ghostwriters for everything. Okay, then that's a different. Okay, yeah, so yeah, your yeah. point is something completely separate. Than yeah. Oh, then okay. I thought you that's were talking said, about. I, I, I just don't subscribe like to ghostwriting. Like if it happens, it happens. If it's a hit, it's a hit. And like you said, like it might not even be the whole song. It might just be like one verse. So you like that like you said too. I also agree with the point that you said. Like when you're an artist as big as Drake too, like you know you're just focused on making music at that point and like you know it makes more sense when you're so big to use the resources around you like you know but so like, do you feel that way about singer singers like like for example Beyonce. Power, like beyonce's uh yeah for hudson's yeah, yeah. Do you feel like it takes away beyonce. from them for having writers yeah i don't think so i feel like some of beyonce's best works is shit she written bro it's huh? amazing i feel like that depends on your content like it's what you're saying well, for me too. It also depends on what music is for you as a person. Like for me, like and myself, my personal my music is very personal. For me. So I like hearing the personal side of the artist. But that's just me too. As a so listener. you like your artists to resonate with what they're saying. Yeah. But what I if they still resonate with it? They just didn't write it. I mean, that's that's still fine too. I mean, I rather would have had them like write it. Write it. I mean, like and nothing too. I mean, like at the end of the day, we really don't even know if niggas writing what niggas didn't write for real. So okay. like, I just listen. I see both sides. Like, if you're if you're if you can make a song, but like somebody else sounds better singing it or something like that, then I don't. And see that's why people have writers. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But like, because I get, can, I get what you're saying kill too. it way better than the, than the motherfucker that wrote it. Yeah. Absolutely, I agree with that. Because these motherfucking writers suck as singers. <laughs> if we really get into it, and that's why that's why they get paid for it. That's me right now. Either I'm that or they right suck now. as artists, and that's the other part of it too. Is a lot of people don't realize. When you're an artist, you gotta sell that part of you. These yeah, motherfucking yeah, writers yeah. don't got no personality that they can market, promote, sell to people. I feel like motherfuckers is not interested in these. Part guys. of being a, an artist like that, low key, gotta be an actor too. That's what I'm saying. You gotta, you gotta it, at it least literally, feel it, especially if you didn't write it. You gotta be able to portray dog, that you can relate to whatever. Being an artist is the saying. whole nine. Like it's the whole nine. You, that's why you gotta do. When it comes to like, for example, ro- um, when you when you um release an album and you're doing a rollout and you're on the press run, you gotta be able to actually be interesting in that press run to, to yeah. be able to market, you know, to, to promote this album with these writers. These motherfuckers were sucking that field. That's why they, <laughs> you know, they just stay within the writing realm and they, you know what I mean? They, you know, it takes a certain type of person to be an artist not everybody's built for it. I feel like you gotta be a bigger type of person to admit when you're not able to be artists. Yeah, man, I would love presence. to be a writer. I'll be a writer. Because the thing is, people don't realize how much money they make. Exactly. I just, I, I, I wouldn't even know how to like go about that shit. Honestly, I feel like I'm what do you pretty mean? good. I feel like I'm a very good writer. How I'm you would get about being a writer? Yeah. It's like all about being in, the right, <laughs> being in the right place at the right time, really. Yeah, exactly. And getting your shit to the right person. A lot of things in this world happen by accident. Yeah. Um, Stuff like that. Bro, honestly, slide into T Pain's DMs, send him something, he might be able to. He just started answering DMs because he ain't know how it worked, remember? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Shout out T Pain. I'm, I'm about to fucking donate to his Twitch. <laughs> just a whole song. Yeah. Maybe having a podcast too. Yeah, too. Yo, T-Pain's, his, um, his Nappy his, Boy Radio, right? Yeah, That's his podcast. I think T Pain's pretty entertaining. It's, no, he's um, wild. Did you watch that the Champs episode? I never watched that. He said something about Usher said, um, well, yeah, that was on music with auto tune. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The auto tune, like in the next that. song, I was just like, yeah. Well, yeah, and the niggas stealing verses from him and shit. I'm just like, yo, that's crazy. <laughs> you said that Kanye um, told him one of his verses was bad, and then turned around and used, used that shit in the new album, right? Yeah. Yo, T Pain, T Pain, be going through a lot. I feel bad because like they be, they be stressing that man out. 
You don't even be stressed. That's the funny part, though. But nah, there was that. I think it was the interaction with Usher. He was like, it was either Usher or somebody else. But he was like, yeah, that's what he said. Yeah, he said what? He went into depression after. Well, yeah, but he. But if you hear him talk about it, he said that it wasn't. It's not like Usher was like, yo, da da da, and then he was like, damn, and then now I fall into. He said it was kind of a. a a mix of things going on as far and that was kind of like the, the final straw that exactly, yeah. exactly so I mean but I definitely do like that was some dickhead shit of Usher of course um, I understood why Usher said it but at the same time it, first of all it's, it's incorrect and second of all it was inconsiderate as him being um Somebody that's supposed to be T Pain's friend. Oh, I sure got like herpes or something. Well, allegedly. <laughs> I mean, I don't know about that, but allegedly. Yeah, how, how the fuck you go down that bad, bro? Hey, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anybody can get, get herpes. Especially when you're famous, you can they just be throwing it at you. Yeah, you can be, you know. That nigga was a farmer. No. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga was not yeah. more recent. He, he, out here, he was out here fucking with no condoms on because he thought being a artist gave him some kind of immunity. But you see how many professions he made? That's why. That's another thing, too. I'll be wondering how many of these famous people athletes and shit just be, like, walking around. He did, he did make a few of them. Probably a lot. He made a few. It was at least three, right? But yeah. No, nah, that's a fact, though, because I know for a fact, listen, if I was a celebrity, not saying I would be out there, but, like, if the opportunity they do whatever they want, present themselves. Opportunity presents itself to you every day when you're a celebrity. That's what I'm saying. Every single day. I may indulge once or twice every two weeks. Literally in person and on your phone at every moment. You probably always have an option. Wait, I do kind of want to hear because you you brought up the whole Drake and Kanye thing, which albums y'all enjoyed better? If y'all did listen to both albums, so which one did you enjoy better? Yeah, you ain't said nothing like an hour. <laughs> I just said something. Um, it's not bullying the money. That's why she hits people. <laughs> She hits me. I don't know. I like both of them, honestly. My favorite artist is Kanye, so I probably would gravitate towards him. But, like ever? Huh? Your favorite artist ever? Well, I mean, he's he's like, yeah, I guess so. Like, over time. I like a lot of different artists, but like Kanye is like someone I grew up on and everything, so... Over the current pop sound, I definitely appreciate the textbook rhyme style a little bit more. Kanye stays true to that. So, so you're going with Kanye? Yeah. I need to do two or three more listens before I figure out if I actually like the album. I've only listened to one song pretty much. That's what I, I don't. I only listen to the um, Certified Lover Boy and Don't Do Much because I want to listen to my other song. So. <laughs> that one song. That song was fire. That song better than the whole album, I'll tell you. <laughs> that song is fire. But yeah, um, if anything, I think I liked Drake's album more because I like the features more. Mm. I'm not gonna lie, Knife Talk, Twenty One was going crazy. I like the features more too. I, I, I also have a I lot have of love for Twenty One Savage. He makes super villain music. I like no, I love Twenty One, but I have an opinion about that song. But go ahead. We gonna you always have an agenda. We gonna get back. <laughs> 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 that's what nah, that's what I don't play it when you I tell you I don't hear anything going on. Is that why he's with me? Because I'd be walking around. 
That's why I'm I am chaotic, but I'm fine with being chaotic. I'm not even chaotic intentionally. It's just my natural. I don't even think you're chaotic. I am. I am sporadic at least. I think about chaos as in like actively trying to destruction. Not destruction. Just this create things that's orderly. Create create yeah. something that's orderly. You don't have to destroy just anything. And, and that I, I don't agree with you that I'm not chaotic. <laughs> you <just> can't <laughs> <make that. laughs> No, all right, baby, go ahead and give your opinion. So, um, okay, so I think I like certified lover boy over Donda on the first listen, as I said earlier. I think with Donda's sound, I think it will age better over time and I'll eventually like Donda so play better out. Did you see the um punch, right, from T E? Did you see his tweet about Donda? It was uh, something along the lines of he didn't get, like, at first listen, he didn't truly understand Donda as far as, like, what sound he was going for. But he was, he was like, it was almost like a stadium music in a sense. Where it's, and that's why he did all the shows and stuff like that. It's just, like, very, like, theatric. Performative music, um, it's, it, especially you can hear it in jail, like when the first song off the album and that the hard, you know, the the, the hard. I, I don't know what that sound is. It's, um, and then he comes in with the the, the, the project like reverb on the, audio, the on the audio and like it, it's stadium music, you know. And I and not listening to it again, I'm like I can understand that. Um, and if I I would you know have what to I agree with Malik on his opinions. Um, I do see why, like Drake, like you were saying earlier, um, he makes pop music. Like that's just it. Like he makes music that will become popular because he knows the audience. He knows what works and he sticks to that. And I, I don't fault him for that. But like people keep hyping up, hyping him up. His albums, like back when Scorpion dropped, everybody was like, "Oh my God, this is the best album ever." I was like, "No." You're lying. <laughs> You're lying. Some of the best album ever. I'll be real with you. I did not like views. I did not like. I did not like Scorpion. I went back and they got better. They did get say, better. I I was a firm proponent of views. I thought views was a downfall of Drake. When views, <laughs> I was like, this nigga sound like he from the UK or some shit. He sounds horrible. He can never drop another thing again. This is bad. <laughs> I actually views yeah. more. But I've actually like, heard that yeah, a lot. You, a lot of people went back. Views isn't bad. Views is actually like pretty good now. Scorpion is not as good as Views. Is it's a double disc. I still think. I still think Scorpion like, had like the crazy, the cra- and at least on those albums, the crazy. He had a couple crazy ass songs like Western Road Flows, um, Do Not Disturb, or More Life. I don't know if we talked yeah. about More Life. We did. We did. More Life. More Life. More Life was lackluster, but when I tell you some of the songs on there went crazy, yeah, just his rapping, they went dumb. But like, it's, it's to the point where Drake, he's not just catering to us, he's catering to everybody. He has so many fans. He has to cater to everybody. What I'm saying is he doesn't have to know what I think is better than Drake. Ed has something to say. Oh yeah, you know what's better than both those albums? A lot of things, honestly. A lot of A lot of albums. A lot of red is better. I was going to say Trip at Night. Niggas didn't listen past the first 12 songs on a whole lot of red. I thought that shit was trash. Shout out Nas. Sincerely control drops in two weeks. Make sure you're on some ways. I can't wait to watch some of albums. I'd rather you actually got to look at Because there was a lot of albums that dropped that were better than those two. Nah, Trip at Night was number one like last week. It probably isn't anymore. What is that? Trippy Red? You said Trip at Red? That's Trip at Night. Trip at Night. But Night like that's in like a night with a certain shoe. I did. That's why I like that. This shit was fire, bro. But I did have a question about Drake. So, um, yeah. So, 
at this point in Drake's career, right? He's done everything he's done. He's at the top of the games so far. At what point do we either praise his consistency and longevity, or do we condemn him because he's not pushing the envelope and making a new sound? Right? Like, no. Consistency and longevity. That's what matters. But that's what I'm saying. Like, he's saying, when do we get to the do we, point? Do we, hold that, do we hold against him that he didn't make a new sound on the album, or do we praise him for the consistency no, and longevity that nobody else could do? Really? A lot of niggas don't make it this far. A lot of niggas fold out of sound in a couple of years, bro. I feel like those are not mutually exclusive, though. You can be happy for his longevity and things like that, but you can still kind of be disappointed in the fact that he's his but sound doesn't like evolve too yeah. much. I guess a better question would be which one do you hold high? I don't high see, I don't see how his sound didn't evolve because he still he still has done so many things in the old present on the album. He does like like I said. Like how, but no, no, how no, listen, listen. the sound you want that nigga to go? You want that nigga to start talking like? Listen, the Nigerian no, no, no. language and start sounding like motherfucking <laughs> Davido and like shit. Like I said, it's not a, no, no. Like I said, it's not about. It's not about. That's what I'm saying. You don't want him to do that, but he might. No, Cedric. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I said, it's not necessarily. I'm not talking necessarily in terms of sound. I'm talking about him as an artist. He stays within that same comfort zone he's been talking about for at least ten years. But what's the, the comfort zone you're talking about? Where, as far as what his this lyrics nigga pertain is, to. This nigga dropped a UK song, and everyone on Twitter said this nigga is ass, this nigga's butt. I remember he that. stepped out of his zone. I remember that. But that was for the UK. It's not for us. He steps out of his zone all the time. He's not a UK nigga. He tried to sound like a UK nigga. To my body, my balls, and my bum. That's what that nigga was talking about on that song. I said, this nigga Drake is ass. Well, Loki, Loki Drake be trying to be some everywhere, though. Let's not even cap. But I'm saying he's from Canada. Think about it. He's from Toronto, Canada. Do you ever been to Toronto? There's a lot of things. Well, he was from the Caribbean like two years ago. Nah, that's what I'm saying, bro. Toronto's Caribbean influence heavy. Yeah. I can't follow Drake for that because. I've been to Canada before, and I know a lot of people up there now. Like that's literally how they talk up there. And I'm that's just how like, they talk. This, this y'all are sick. They do that <laughs> no, I do understand that part. The only thing with Drake, nah, is they that, do that in the UK though because they got mad Jamaican and training immigrants over there. Though. Exactly. I'm saying we were a colony. We the were only thing with Drake is, is it was only know, weird because it seemed like he adopted that as opposed to him being of that it seemed like he had adopted that which is why people were always thrown off and kind of weirded out about it because niggas haven't niggas he, don't travel no it's not that no 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 I, I'm niggas going. never been in listen, no, listen to what I'm saying when Drake came out 09 up until let's say um, well when he first came out right he was on the whole Houston wave he wasn't speaking in the, the Caribbean dialect up until how long into his career so it I, seemed like I, that it seemed also like, wasn't wasn't in like the mainstream like that. You it wasn't like, in the mainstream, but you what I'm saying like is making artists in the mainstream doing that, but you didn't have people taking the sound or like right. remixing the sound. Like even now, you have people since no. Afrobeats came around. You have American artists taking the sound and kind of reiterating. No, but what I'm saying is, like, no, I'm going into the point of it's like a lot of the like a lot of the criticism on him was, and I don't know if I agree with this or not. It's just that he kind of adopts these sounds and rides the waves as in term, as, a, as a, opposed to creating them and making them hot. I mean, you kind of can't take, you kind of can't create these sounds because they're cultural. And if he yeah. took them sounds first, and it's not about himself, creating, no, it's I, not, he would not about creating, but that. no, not about creating, but making it hot. I'm saying like, I don't um, think I don't think people, he's in a people, position to make some of these things hot because that's not the kind of person he is. Yeah. Like he can't he can't take UK rap. And that's why I said I don't know if I necessarily UK. agree with it because a lot of the criticism song, on him was like, oh, right when um, Afro Beast was was um, blowing up and then a lot of um, like dancehall was blowing up around the same time, same time too. 
And then that's when it was like people was like, oh, now Drake is doing it. Now he's embracing that side but of the they, culture. How many artists do you think is on doing that? No, and that's and that's why I say I respect that aspect of Drake too, which is why I say I don't know if I necessarily agree with it. But and he also that was a lot like, of the criticism. He brought way more exposure to the genre than what would. Than and that's what yeah. Like and even though the the artists in those genres right. they say the same thing, so I mean I don't you know I don't fault them for necessarily quote unquote riding a wave. I just feel like when you go to a party and the DJ is like, we're about to play some dancehall or we're about to play some UK drill, Drake should not be the first. No. I mean, should not be the first song that I comes on. But it, it's to that but point. the thing is, this is up Drake. Yeah. So he's going to come on. Yeah. If they're going to play what the girls like, girls like Drake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like Drake? They said it. You appreciate this for Do you like Drake? Do Huh? Do you like Drake? Yeah. He doesn't hold that picture. I do. All right. Well, that was the last thing I had. <laughs> nah, for real though. Um, that last thing was so random. I know. I know. <laughs> That's just like, hilarious though. You know, ain't no real structure or nothing to this. Just a couple of topics in it. versus today. Yeah, I was actually gonna bring that up because I do want to watch. It. Well, it's probably on right now, right? Yeah, I'm missing it right now. Oh, so at a start, I do want to watch it. In which case, we're going to end it. Ja Rule versus Fat Joe. Thank y'all for being on this podcast episode with me. Y'all going to be on future episodes, definitely. Can't get rid of y'all. No, I'm playing. Nah, you can't get rid of me. I know where you stay. (laughs) Yeah, he do. Do you want to do another one of these? Yeah, of course. Definitely going to have y'all on. Like I said. Um, Can we do it in a classroom? In a classroom? Yeah. More controlled environment. That's where um, we did the first episode. Yeah. They're not going to let you back in the room? No, it's not that. Just find any room. Because I remember we did a podcast together before. You posted yeah. on the story today. Yeah, yeah. I never remember that. In that case, that. I didn't even hear it. <laughs> that was, literally, that was the first and last time that we went in there.